0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing
1: up for what's right. This is The Roy Green Show. Away. changed had much to say but man, I still them cats crazy.
0: happy Canada day everybody happy Canada day I was just thinking this morning about my drive last August when I drove from uh, Ontario through to British Columbia and uh, it was just an absolutely thoroughly enjoyable drive. You see so much of your of your own country and uh, you experience the people in different regions of the country. And uh, that was uh, was it was a revelation. It's something everybody should do. Everybody should do at least once in their lives. See all the provinces and experience just the, uh, the way that Canadians live from coast to coast to coast. Anyway, there's a lot coming up on the show today. We're going to, in the in next hour, talk to you about Canada. But I have a little bit of a different perspective on this. I have a question for you that... I really would. I want to ask you, and I will, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. Also, today, Alex will be joining us from Afghanistan. Alex was an interpreter for Canadian forces, and he joined our soldiers on the front lines during battles in Afghanistan. And when the Canadian military were shot at, Alex was being shot at as well. In fact, the interpreters were quite often primary targets for the Taliban and al-Qaeda. Because if they could take them out, it was sort of their way of making a statement, getting even. And uh, Alex is now being hunted by both the Taliban and al-Qaeda, he and his family, which is also the case for other interpreters who worked with Canadian forces. They're being hunted by the Taliban and al-Qaeda and their lives are being threatened. He wants to come to Canada. He was on the air with us about a year ago. He really wants to come to Canada, wants to live in Canada. And in 2009, the government had a very short period where the interpreters could make application to come here. And most of them were denied refugee status because the decision was made by the then Harper government that they really weren't legitimate refugees. Well, if you're being chased, and your life is at risk because you've worked with Canadian military. That doesn't qualify you for coming into the country. What does? Trudeau's aware of this, and he's doing nothing to help. It's okay if you just wander in across the border. Or if you're a returning ISIS fighter. Nothing's gonna be done to you. But is he doing anything at all to help Alex and other interpreters? No. Major Mark Campbell is going to be with us on that segment, formerly of the PPCLI, who lost both of his legs to the IED explosion. And Major Campbell is one of the military members who Mr. Trudeau referred to when he said they're asking for too much, or they want more than we can give right now. Because the person of the military veteran who asked the question was referring to a lawsuit that is has been brought forward by the Equitas Society, which is Wounded Veterans and uh, Major Campbell is part of that Equitas lawsuit. We have a lot coming up on the show. Americans, almost 100 million Americans have told Rasmussen that they expect there's going to be a second civil war in the United States and sooner than later. 31% of Americans are saying they expect another civil war and sooner than later. Later on this hour, we'll talk to Fran Coombs, the managing editor of Rasmussen, about this. That's concerning reality or concerning expectation. There's a whole lot more coming up, but I I want to start with this story because it involves our former Prime Minister Stephen Harper and his visit to the White House, which takes place tomorrow, the day after the Canadian tariffs against the United States are put in place, which is today. And Mr. Harper is planning to meet with President Donald Trump's security advisor, and the former American U.N. ambassador, John Bolton. And there are media headlines which are accusing Stephen Harper of blindsiding Justin Trudeau because he didn't tell the PMO or the prime minister, the current prime minister, that he's planning to visit the White House. I suppose there's some courtesy protocol that requires or suggests that you should do that. But personally, I'm not bothered by it. And we'll ask you if you are in a minute. Now, yesterday on the show, Andrew shear joined us, the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, and I asked Mr. Scheer about Stephen Harper's visit to the White House. Have a listen. What do you, what do you make with Stephen Harper going to the White House on Monday?
2: Well, you know he's a he's a private citizen and and uh, and he's you know free to, to to take these types of things. I, I note that uh, Minister uh, Christian Freeland indicated that that she viewed this as a, a, a positive opportunity. Anytime Conservatives. Meet with our counterparts uh, around the world. We, we promote free and open trade. It's a it's a key principle. It's a it's a conservative legacy, and I have no doubt that uh, like like any other. A uh, member of Parliament, past or present, within our party, that that uh, that message would be uh, communicated. The Prime Minister has asked other Conservatives, like Brian Mulroney and uh, Rhonda Ambrose, our former interim leader, to to help out. I've gone down to Washington to meet with officials there and and Congressmen and women, and uh, and again, you know, promote that uh, the principles of, of free trade being good for for both countries. But if I, if I, if I can just touch back on, on what you mentioned about Canada being uh, near the bottom when it comes to getting our resources to market, th- th- that is something that that, that affects all Canadians. It's, I think sometimes there's some, uh, some people and, and some politicians who believe it's just a Western Canadian issue. Uh, it's not. There are so many jobs throughout Ontario that depend on our natural resource sector. There are opportunities in Atlantic Canada for refinery jobs to to, to, to be created with things like Energy East. Uh, the United States has gone from being one of our biggest customers to being our biggest competitors. And we have a liberal government that is making it more difficult to get these types of projects built. So they're going in completely the wrong direction. And and the, the quality of life for all Canes is going to be greatly affected by the damage that this government's doing to our energy sector.
0: There's Andrew Shear. Yesterday on the program, talking about Mr. Harper's visit to the White House tomorrow and the issue of trade between Canada and the United States. Now, my number is 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Is question for you is, is Stephen Harper guilty of blindsiding Justin Trudeau for not advising the Prime Minister of his planned White House visit was it wrong for Stephen Harper not to inform Mr. Tudor directly that he plans to visit, that he will visit the White House tomorrow, and he'll meet with John Bolton, the security advisor for President Trump? And I have this question for you as well. If Donald Trump were to invite Stephen Harper to meet with him as well, should Stephen Harper accept on the day after Canadian tariffs against the United States go into force. So is it wrong, did Stephen Harper blindside the current Prime Minister by accepting an invitation to go to the White House and meet with John Bolton, the security advisor for President Trump? Should Harper not have gone, or should he have informed Stephen... uh, Stephen, uh, no, what's his name? Justin Trudeau. Should he have informed Justin Trudeau about the uh, impending visit? And if... Donald Trump were to invite the former prime minister to meet with him, would it be appropriate for Stephen Harper to say yes, or should he say, look, in deference, no, I can't, because I'm not the prime minister. It is only the prime minister of Canada who should be meeting the current prime minister, who should be meeting with the current president of the United States. 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Are you ticked off that Harper's going to the White House? Give me a call, please.
2: Straight talk, no nonsense, honest debate. This is the Roy Green Show.
0: If uh, 31% of Americans believe there's going to be another civil war sooner than later in the U.S., that means, and we've seen Americans at each other's throats in in the streets. But people in this country are irritated with each other as well. And so for some people, Stephen Harper going to the White House and meeting with uh, John Bolton, the national security advisor to Donald Trump, that is really... Um, inappropriate and unfair to the current Prime Minister, but how do you feel about it? Eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. and if Donald Trump were to ask Stephen Harper for a meeting maybe want to talk to him about tariffs should Stephen Harper accept such a meeting tomorrow without consulting with Justin Trudeau? Jeff is in Edmonton. Jeff thank you for the call sir, please go ahead
1: Hi Roy Hi um, Um, I think it's it's not a problem at all for uh, Stephen Harper to go to the White House and have a meeting with some of Trump's officials. Uh, He is a private citizen, as Andrew Sheer had said. He has a right to do whatever he wants. He's not beholden to uh, either the government of Canada or Justin Trudeau. Uh, And, in fact, if I am reading Mr. Trump correctly, it would probably be a good idea for him to specifically invite him just to give a poke in the eye at Justin.
0: You know, I can see that happening. I can see Donald Trump saying, if he's at the yeah. White House tomorrow, I don't even know if I don't Donald Trump's going to be at the White you, House tomorrow. I don't
1: want to deal with you, Justin. You no, know, no, no. No, I, no, I get it. Boy.
0: I get it. I mean, with a man. Yeah, and he could say, this is one way that I can stick it to Justin Trudeau. Should no. Stephen Harper then, and I, I I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hold, on, hold on, hold on a second, Jeff. I get the feeling that you're not a big fan of Trudeau's, as I am not. Um, uh, setting... Yeah. Setting that, <laughs> setting. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> setting that aside for a second, and keeping in mind what the you know the proper way to do things is. Um, would it be inappropriate for a previous prime minister to step in and deal with a current and disturbing situation between the two countries? without speaking with the current Prime Minister, would it be wrong for Stephen Harper, just based on the, the appropriate way to do things, would that be wrong?
1: Well, I suppose as far as protocol is concerned, yeah, I, I suppose it is, it, is, uh, it is wrong not to, uh, you know, uh, to go through the proper channels and cross all the T's and dot all the I's. But um, the thing is, is uh, Trump's not all about that. He wants to get the job done, and he's willing to talk to whoever who uh, he sees fit to get the job done. And-
0: okay, Jeff, I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you so much. From Edmonton, and happy Canada Day to you. Would Stephen Harper be not only violating protocol, but also stepping way out of line if he were to meet with Donald Trump tomorrow? If Donald Trump were to say, I want to meet with Stephen Harper, I, I can see Mr. Harper saying no. I can't do that because I'm not the current prime minister. You want to talk about a current situation with tariffs between our two countries? No, I cannot do that because I'm not the prime minister. I can see Stephen Harper uh, making that kind of statement. Should he, if he's invited? um, Well, that's the question I'm asking. Don is in Calgary. Don, go ahead, please. Thanks for the call.
2: Hi there. Uh, Of course he should accept. He should. Uh yes
0: why do you say Uh, of course because we got a clown running this
1: country and if a private citizen can step in and make things better for
0: us uh that's beneficial the clown who's running the country was elected to run the country
2: he was and he will be voted out
0: i understand eventually he will hopefully as far as you're concerned and i'm concerned next october however at the moment he is the prime minister of Canada so you know there are people who look at Donald Trump and say he isn't legitimately the president of the United States but he was voted in and this talk about him not having a majority of votes that's just that's just cover fire that means nothing because in the United States it's the uh, it's the, uh, the the college the, the whatever it's called that makes the, the the decision It's 270 people in that college who the cast rule their of votes law, yes. right so um so he's the president of the United States. There are people who don't want him as president. Trudeau's the prime minister of Canada. Many of us don't want him to be prime minister of Canada, but he is. So, if you're the former, if you're the former prime minister, not just a private citizen, but the former prime minister, aren't you stepping way out of line if you meet with Donald Trump?
1: Not in the least. Uh, you're doing. Uh, I think you're doing what you should.
0: All right. Don, I thank you for the call. Apparently, we're having some uh, real challenges with with our telephone system. So if you're calling in and uh, you're not able to speak to my call screener, that's not because we don't want to talk to you. It's because we can't talk to you. So we're going to try some magic here at the half hour, try to switch out a few parts and see if we can do that, if we can fix it. You just a, you know, you're just at such you're at the mercy of uh, of technology, but this isn't this isn't absolutely cutting edge technology, the phone card. Brian in central Alberta. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good sir. Thank you. Happy Canada Day to you. Same to you. What's your thinking?
1: I definitely think he should be meeting with uh, Trump if Trump requests that. He'll set the stage for Andrew Scheer. Uh starting next october
0: So uh, so so no and issue of any no no issue of stepping on any toes and you know that you know the hell would be raised in this country if tomorrow Stephen Harper were to happen to even have a 5 minute meeting with Donald Trump you have to know that those on the left would be going would lose their minds
2: Well they're losing their minds anyway so it really doesn't matter
0: so no question as far as you're concerned zero absolutely not all right Brian I thank you for the call sir thank you so much and uh yeah we're struggling with uh, with our phone system with our what it is is the it's the cord that goes from the handset to the phone to the actual body of the phone in our master control that apparently is just not working and so the phone's ringing madly and Will, who's call screening is trying to talk to people, but it's not working. So, hopefully, we'll be able to just to uh, exchange the phone cord in a few minutes. Uh, failing that, you're going to be hearing me do a two and a half hour monologue. I've done that before. A number of years ago, I was in the middle of talking to people uh, about a, an issue everybody wanted to get at. The phone lines were all busy. And then everything just went dark. The phone lines all just quit. We had no idea what had happened. And then we found out that they, uh, we knew they were putting in new sewer lines outside the radio station. And apparently somebody with a front-end loader had picked up this big, heavy cable with a bucket on the front-end loader. Well, the guy had looked at it. I guess shrugged his shoulders and just kept raising it and pulling it until it broke. And that was the name of that tune. And we had the Bell SWAT team here with our chief engineer, and they were outside manually splicing the phone lines together. So that was one day that I did a three-hour monologue. You just (laughs) never know what's going to happen. Coming up is uh, Fran Coombs, the managing editor of Rasmussen in the United States on approximately 100 million Americans believing that their nation's going to be embroiled in another civil war. And the Americans are saying, sooner than later. So the the Rasmussen report says 31% of Americans. So you look at that and you say, well, that's, you know, how big a number is that? And then you look at the total population of the United States, which is around 330, 340 million. And you start to realize that's 100 million plus people who are, if that, if those numbers are, or in fact, fact, that's 100 million people who feel that way, and that's not uh, incon—what's that word? Uh, That's a big number. So we'll come back, and we'll get this phone fixed up, and uh, we'll talk in a couple of minutes. Stay with us.